Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark, back from having lost my voice last week. I hope you enjoyed listening to Peter. Now, since episode number 16, we've been exploring the NLP technique called the Keys to an Achievable Outcome, a powerful set of keys that ensures our desired outcomes or goals are structured and designed in a way that maximizes our potential for success. Last week, Peter focused on Keys 5 and 6, checking that the outcome is congruently desirable and making sure it is self-initiated and maintained. In today's episode, we'll explore the seventh and eighth keys, which are ensuring our goal is appropriately contextualized and ensuring you have or at least know what resources you need in order to achieve the goal. Now, one of the tools that NLP gives us to get really, really focused around the clarity of our goals is this one, the keys to an achievable outcome. It really does consolidate the first principles of success that we looked at in earlier episodes around, specifically around knowing your outcome. The keys to an achievable outcome can be seen as an expression of the science of achieving successful goals because it provides us with a great recipe that we actually know works when it comes to setting goals and succeeding at them. So having covered keys one to six, let's go to the next two. The seventh key in the keys to an achievable outcome is to ask ourselves, is the goal appropriately contextualized? This is a great question for us to ask because context has a big impact on our goals. It focuses our attention onto where, when, how, and with whom we actually want to achieve the result. And this in turn may well cause us to reconsider or redevelop our goal. For example, in Melbourne, Victoria, right now, we're in the second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. For many of us, we have specific goals that we'd already established. Maybe it's a business goal, such as achieving a specific sales target. Maybe it's a fitness or training goal, such as training for a 150-kilometre cycling event. It may even be a goal such as your wedding or a big birthday bash. When we get to the seventh key in the keys to an achievable outcome, that's where we do the check. Is this goal appropriately contextualized right now? Well, if you live in Melbourne, Australia, that answer for any of the goals I've just mentioned is probably going to be a resounding no. We simply can't get on that bike or have people over for our birthday or book a venue and invite friends and loved ones to our wedding or whatever. Within the context of a pandemic, any behaviour that increases risk of transmission of the disease is not appropriate. 
Although, depending on your business, you may still be able to achieve that sales target. Some businesses have even had an increase in demand for products and services. Think of those who are currently manufacturing masks, for example. But even in this case, the context has changed. And as a result, we would be looking again at our goal and seeing if we wanted to tweak it. We might even be wanting to increase our sales target and perhaps increase our staff in order to meet the increased demand. And this is a great example that illustrates how the keys to achievable outcome links right back to the five success principles and especially the principle of behavioural flexibility that we talked about in podcast number 13. When we ask ourselves the question, is this goal appropriately contextualised, we get the opportunity to confirm that even though we may be very clear about our desired outcome, and even when we're also really clear about the steps required to complete the goal, and even when we had all those factors lined up, Sometimes the context within which we are at present or the context within which the goal has been set is not appropriate for that goal. It's so valuable to identify this issue up front when we're still building and designing our goal rather than wasting time, effort, money and energy failing repeatedly trying to achieve our result because the context we're operating in isn't appropriate. Because then, once we recognise this, we have an opportunity to bring on some behavioural flexibility. We may modify the timeline for the goal, or we may tweak the goal itself. Sometimes we may even ditch the goal, recognising that within the context we're in, it's just not an appropriate goal. Coming to this realisation up front means we can then refocus our attention, time, energy and effort onto goals that are contextually appropriate. Now, if we decide, yes, our goal is appropriately contextualized, we can then move on to the eighth key, which is knowing what resources we need to achieve our outcome. Obviously, identifying the resources we will need to achieve our goal is critically important to our success, because the alternative is that we begin our journey, and at some point along the way, we run out of fuel, so to speak. And I can tell you as a pilot, you definitely wouldn't want that to happen. In other words, we are missing some essential resources, skills or capability that means we can't reach our ultimate destination. And when we know all the resources we need to have to achieve our goal, then we can plan to get what is missing rather than starting out blind to the gaps and then stumbling along the way. Now, I'm not saying you need to have everything ready before you begin. What I am saying is that we must begin with a comprehensive understanding of what we anticipate will be necessary for our success. We may also have some backup contingencies planned that we can call on if we need them. This pre-planning means we're definitely going to enhance our experience and our journey towards our success. So let's have a closer look at each of these keys. The seventh one, as I said before, is, is the goal appropriately contextualized? This is a great question because it's designed specifically to look at the context or the situation surrounding the outcome we want to achieve. We want to know where, when, how, and with whom do we want to have it. Without knowing these, our goal can be a bit nebulous or a bit pie in the sky. Even goals that are really positive and where we've followed the SMART model structure 
can fall down because that we may not have been really, really specific about the where, the when, the how and the who with we were going to achieve the goal. Specifying this is really about maximising our experience of achieving our goals. I might have that fitness goal of riding in a 150km bike riding event, but which event do I want to ride in? And what do I need to get organised? Do I want to ride with someone else or would I want others like my family members at the finish line to celebrate with? This is all part also of convincing, you might even say seducing our unconscious mind into thinking, wow, I'm on board with this goal, it'll be so cool. So it will not only make the goal more attainable, but it'll also make the whole process of training and getting ready for the goal a lot more enjoyable. We also want to recognise that the context of a goal may change over time. And again, the current situation with COVID-19 gives us a perfect example. What may have been a perfectly appropriate goal in the context of 2019 just might not be appropriate in the context of 2020. As I said earlier, fitness goals, sales goals, getting married or celebrating a special birthday with all our friends and family just won't cut it whilst we're in the midst of lockdown. But changes in context happen all the time. People change jobs, lose jobs, get married, leave relationships, sell their businesses, have kids, have their kids leave home, get sick, get well. These are just a few of the countless ways in which the context in which we develop our goals can change. And as the context changes, so must the goal. Let's take an example. Say we create a goal that we want to purchase our first house. We want to make sure that the where is appropriate. It's no good looking at houses in an area where the houses all are all worth $2 million if the most you can borrow is 500000 So we need to be looking in areas that fit. We also want the when to be a match. Again, most of us can't just go out and buy a house if we haven't saved a deposit or can't get finance. Or thinking about the COVID situation again, there are a number of people who were considering buying their first homes, but because the context has changed and they've lost their job or are employed on this hours, or their business is on hold or gone bust, or their position is just more insecure, they've realised that now is not the best time to be taking on that level of financial responsibility and risk. And of course, there's always the flip side. I know others who employment is really secure, but who up until now have been reluctant to enter the home market because of the high cost of property in Melbourne. And they've realised that house prices in the area they were looking in are actually coming down. So the changed context means that now is a good time for them to buy. And we also want to check that the how we're going to do it lines up as well. That might entail looking on the internet, visiting open houses and display homes, having a savings goal, engaging a mortgage broker, that kind of thing. And of course, in this example, we also want the who to be a match, especially if we have a partner. It's pretty useful if they're on the same page as us when we're going out to buy a house. Now, the eighth key, knowing what resources we need to achieve our outcome, is critically important because this is about the support structure we need to put in place in order to achieve our goal. It's important to remember that even though it is our goal in that it's self-initiated and self-maintained, remember step number six, 
No goal or outcome is achieved totally on our own. If my goal is to run my first marathon, or even my second or third, which I'm not up to, but certainly Peter's way beyond that, I'm going to want to put a whole team of people together to support me in achieving my goal. I might want to have a running coach, a training buddy, a physiotherapist, a nutritionist, not to mention maybe my family who are going to have to adjust to not having me around so much, particularly in the later stages of training when I'd be running anything up to 80 or 90 kilometers per week. And I probably wouldn't be running it really, really fast either. So I'd be gone for quite a bit of time. And I'd want all those guys in my corner to help me achieve my goal. And if I was running interstate or perhaps at some point in the future overseas, I'd want to make sure I have enough planned and I've booked and paid for the trip. Oh, and of course, I'd want to make sure it wasn't in the middle of a global pandemic. I'd want the right food in my pantry to support my body and even perhaps some motivational goal-setting podcasts to ensure my mindset is really strong. Or maybe if I've set myself a sales target, for example, if I'm you know, moving away from a running target into sales, I might get myself an accountability buddy to help keep me on track as I go. Or if it was for my wedding or a birthday, I might hire an event manager. So it doesn't matter what our outcome is, we need the appropriate resources to help us get there. And sometimes those resources are internal, like things like our training, our skills, our capabilities. They might be external, it might be equipment and resources, or it can be the support of other people. So now we can see that having a goal or an outcome that is appropriately contextualized and where we've identified the resources required is really important to actually achieving the outcome we want. It may mean tweaking our goal, changing our goal, postponing our goal, or even sometimes ditching our goal, because behavioral flexibility is at the heart of achieving our success. The most important thing to remember is when you're ready to commit to your goals, the keys to an achievable outcome will give you the structure to build a foundation so strong, it will absolutely get you there. Join me in the next episode as we explore the final of the keys in the keys to an achievable outcome. The ninth one, which is ensuring that the goal is ecological. Stay awesome and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.